Why is there no haggling in this country? I guess we like to think we've progressed beyond a knife fight for a citrus drink. Not me. Everything should be negotiable. Restaurants too? Absolutely. You're telling me there's no room to move on pasta? All starches are a scam. Yeah, especially ziti with that big hole. February 3rd, 2013. Hi. You done hitting me with the chair? I was trying to reach the sun over on the side there because I'm cold. Your chair has a back. Did you know? There's a back yeah, to the chair. Yeah, it has a swivel feature. It doesn't just end at your back. There's a back to the I chair. See. Yeah, okay. Which was smacking me. Yeah. And knocking me over and I couldn't reach the keyboard. Right. So, screw you. I see. That's what I'm saying. So that's how it is. Plus then you were getting your post-it. Out comes a post-it. Watch out. I had it already. Well, it's a very short post-it. Well, there's not that much to say this week. Oh. Really? Tell me more. Maybe there's nothing to tell. Okay, I guess we're done here. Bye. Bye. We were exchanging scowls, just so you know. Oh, uh, they could hear them. They could hear the scowls. I'm sure. So let's talk about things. Well, why don't you tell them about this one? I can't even read that. It says, add Coke. <laughs> it does not say add Coke. So you should add Coke to things because it's delicious. It does not Or addictive, say, depending it, on the one. It does not say add Coke. It doesn't? <laughs> you even get that. Okay. Uh, a la Coke. Like, Allah. Where are you getting that, Coke? You know what? Allah also means like whipped. So There's it's no, really the same. There's no Coke. Where okay. do you see a K? All right. I think I figured it out now. Did you? Who makes H's like that? I'm just saying. What? That's an H. It's like an A with an open top. No. And you know, not closing your letters is something psychopaths do. <laughs> Well, you know, noticing that the tops of letters aren't closed is something other psychopaths do. Oh, so. you think so? It's Those how we identify each other? It's an H. Who closes the top of an H? That's psychopathic. <laughs> Newsflash. Psychopaths identify each other by handwriting. So, I've deduced <laughs> this may be about Henderson and Havner. Yes. Which we just completed scripting not long ago. Yes. The first season is entirely done. Has to be edited, but the scripts are done. Yes. So it'll go through an edit here and an edit there and here an edit, there an edit, everywhere an edit, edit, and then it will be going out. And then magic. It, it'll be great. So, yeah. That was all we had to say about that. that. That's really it. Progress, though. Progress. Progress. Okay, then our other thing is that there's just a little bit of um, directory news to talk about. Um, due to some life stuff that has come up, Vincent Morrison, director on Seminar, is going to be temporarily stepping down from directing the show. And uh, so filling in for him for a short while will be Paul Brueggemann. So welcome to Seminar, Paul. Thank you very much for stepping in. Yes, fantastic. And I wanted to mention that The Pendant Shakespeare has a new assistant director in Randy Bowser. So welcome to the Shakespeare team, Randy. And welcome to the mines. And that's it. That's it. That's that's all I have. That's they they were minor changes. The end of my post-it. You you prefaced it. It's all good.
There's nothing unexpected there. So people should be expecting director changes in No, what I are just you talking about I said that? you did good. That's what I'm saying. You did all right. What? Okay. What? What? I did all right. I just wrote down the stuff. And then you read it. Good job. <laughs> so your expectations for me are very low. Um very low. If I um, can write down 3 things and then read them <laughs> off a post-it, I've done well for the day. Super. <laughs> From Cincinnati, Ohio, we have Carl Glassmeyer on the line. Hello, Hi, Carl. How, how you doing, Jordan? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Excellent, excellent. All right, so let's uh, let's dive right in, All right. shall we? And let's uh, let's talk about Asa. Okay. What? Uh, how much did you know about Asa? Did how you much? know all about his his entire backstory? Or? No. Um, now, when you know when Asa first started out with the uh, show, I mean, he was just the um, I guess kind of drifter uh, homeless guy, and then uh, later on in the, like. You know, somewhat in season one, then more into season two and three, they were uh, dropping hints that, you know, Asa might know a little bit more than he's letting on. And so um, it kind of it kind of came from there. Um, I've been bugging Jeffrey for the longest time, you know, you know, what's what's the backstory? What's going on with him or whatever? Because you can you knew, you know, I mean, he he seemed to be uh, having more knowledge than people think, you know, people thought that he should. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I've been bugging him for the longest time, you know, what's going on with Ace or what's going on with Ace? And then, you know, finally, um, you know, it all came about in the end of season five and during this season also. Yeah, with everything with the book and just and how much he knows. Right. It just you, you always have that. Yeah, he, he knows something. There, there was definitely <laughs> more to him. Right. So, yeah, this season, I guess we've gotten to uh, to delve into that. Have you... Uh, gotten what you're looking for or are you hoping there's gonna be more uh yeah i've been i've got what i was looking for uh one of the things i was actually uh saying to jeffrey about you know asking for you know what's going on with asa what's going on with asa one of them was like a, a retired assassin or somebody that had worked for the mob and you know any anytime i asked anything about asa he was like oh it's gonna it's gonna come out he's gonna come out he'd always like kind of dodge the question but <laughs> uh you know Kind of like that, uh, what was that, Mel Gibson's conspiracy theory? It's like he kind of, right. you, you landed on one and didn't know it. So, yeah, I was I was glad to hear that, you know, he was a consigliere for another family. And that's where he's getting all of his knowledge from. Because he's, you know, he's been there and done that. Mm-hmm. And um, usually how far in advance do you know what's going on with him? Uh, I know as much as when the the scripts get released. Um, for people who are just now finding uh, pendant and don't know about the the release schedule, it's um, they write out three months ahead of time um, before you before somebody records and it gets uh, produced down and directed and everything for the final episode. So um, by the time six oh one is has aired, I'm already working on you know six oh four or 603, whichever, 
and you know just goes on from there so i don't know anything until i'm reading the script cool so it's as much a surprise for you as it is for us yeah and actually you know even even though i was bugging jeffrey earlier on about you know ace's backstory and stuff like that i i do find that i'm liking the surprises they're coming up with for him and well for everybody because you know you know, ins- instead of just bugging it and kind of getting the spoilers or whatever, you know, you're finding out with everybody else except for the writers. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that the uh, the writer team is good at is dropping those little mini bombs at the ends of the episodes. Yeah. Kind of make you go, what, I have 30 more days I have to wait before I find out what that's all about now? Right, right. <laughs> um... One season, Asa had a serious speech impediment. <laughs> uh, are you talking about the uh, whistle? The whistle, yes. Okay, yeah, the whistle too. So, is that something that you had planned on carrying forward, or was it... How, how did that fit in? Uh, well, it wasn't anything that was written. It was just kind of... Uh... A character development of my own mm-hmm. um, I mean you know voices they get tweaked with anything I mean if you look back at like the first couple episodes of the Simpsons uh, how different Homer sounded then to what he does now you know it's just, it's just one of those things that kind of evolves so I mean and if you listen to the first couple episodes of the Kingery you know I was, I was a little bit more like this I mean not really sounded like Billy Bob but I wasn't hey how's it going you know Give me some coffee. I need some Ahabs. And and then just I don't know, in in the middle of it just kind of decided to go, you know, I like some, I like me some pea soup and you know, kind of get the whistle in there which you could tell right there I can't keep up or do on command like uh, you know, I, I had to work on it and that was one of the things is like I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore like the uh me doing lines like tripled because I was doing the the whistle tooth bit, and so you know I just kind of decided to to phase it out and drop it, and you know my rationale behind that is you know he was he was a homeless guy so homeless guy doesn't they don't have dental care or anything like that so it just kind of fell out so I just went back to the regular Ace of voice. So, not being homeless yourself, what do you <laughs> what do you draw on for? inspiration for asa um living in the midwest all my life um you know every everybody can attest to you kind of get that uh melting pot a little bit you get in the um rural areas you get a lot of that uh southern uh kind of speech and stuff like that so like mm-hmm. if you you know if, if you go and watch those uh shows that got out now like the the duck dynasties and the um what is that where they catch the catfish with their bare hands or whatever and like you know, you hear those guys, and like you know, I always heard those guys, and especially when he got older, in, or when when they got older, you know, they kind of sound like like what I'm I have Asa sounding like. So it wasn't like a specific person that I knew and say, hey, I'm going to do my voice after that. It's just you know, it's it's what a lot of what I heard. You know, the the older gentlemen that I knew growing up, you know, they all kind of sounded like that. So I just went that way. Mm. But um, as far as uh, getting into the the character himself, you know, he was he was written at first to be kind of uh, funny. He wasn't insane. He was, 
and, and I've heard since that a lot of people who auditioned for Asa, you know, pl- try to play him off as, you know, kind of a, a whack job or something like that. But I always found him, you know, to be funny. And then as the shows progressed, you know, he's got a little bit more serious and a little bit more serious, especially in the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I didn't, I, it was just my own sense of humor that I was thrown in there as well as what, you know, the writers were doing. And then um, once what was that the uh, must have been the season five finale when, you know, Asa finally showed up and he like snatched the gun from the guy and it started being a badass. You know, I, I took I took a lot of that from um, there's a television show called Justified. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I've heard of it. I okay. have promos for it, but Okay. So the the main character and his dad, you know, they're the show's set in Kentucky. So there again is that Midwest kind of Southern thing. So I just add a little bit more um, hard-ass swagger and grit to the voice when, you know, Asa goes in a hard-ass mode. So that's that's where the evolution kind of came from for that. Okay. So that's not all you do at uh, Pendant. No. You are an artist-producer. Yes. Um, what, I, is it, what does the artist-producer do? <laughs> Well, it's uh, kind of the same as um, being the, the associate producer for um, the lines and the scripts and all that stuff. It's basically um, I have the contact info for all the artists for all the shows, and I make sure that they get their uh, stuff in on time. And uh, after they do that and I receive their stuff, then I have the, um, the templates and I make the final compositions for the covers and everything. So I add the... Um, title and the episode number all that stuff to the final piece um as well as um you know new artists when they email uh inquiring about drawing for a show or whatever like jeffrey and i will both have them we we will both have them um email email us like a couple of sample pieces or like a link to a deviant type page and uh we'll go on from there okay so how are we on artists? We've got more than we need, or are we looking um, for people? Or we're we're good right now, but uh, you know Jeffrey had made mention that there's going to be new shows coming out here uh, fairly soon. So um, you know we'll be in the in the look for artists, and we'll and we'll post something to the list, and we'll mention it in Twip. Do we have a like central email for for art like we do the other things? Like oh, yeah, a few weeks ago, I was at my home office. And um, I saw something that was hanging on one of my colleagues' desks, and turns out he's got a whole bunch of stuff on DeviantArt, and he and his girlfriend are an artistic team, and mm-hmm. they're interested in breaking in. And so this is one of the things that uh, I had to talk to them about. So okay. how would I direct him to, to Pendant? Um, well, we don't have a central uh, Pendant Art um, email account, although actually... <laughs> For what is this now? Six years or more that we've been doing all this, um, we should. They, they can email either uh, Jeffrey directly, uh, Jeffrey at pendantaudio.com, or myself, I'm Carl at pendantaudio.com, and uh, we'll get a look into that. But I got a feeling that after this interview, I'm going to be emailing Jeffrey saying, We need that central <laughs> account that we can both use. So glad I could help. <laughs> so. What kind of art do you like yourself? 
Uh, man, that's a tough question. Um, are you talking about my personal taste of what I would buy or what we're looking for for Pendant? Yes. Get what we're looking for for Pendant and then, you know, also get to know Carl a little bit more. Okay. Um, I mean, for Pendant, the, um, I think the art should match the tone of the show. Um, you know, if we're, if, when we were doing something for the, like the line, I wouldn't want anybody trying to do, um, like a peanuts style, like Charles Schultz or anything to go against the line because, you know, the, the line was such a, a dark and serious show, you know, with the adult themes and everything. I wouldn't want anybody looking like Linus, you know, and trying to fight off a, um, demonic entity or anything like that. Um, and, and vice versa, you know, I know they got some, some comedy type shows in the works. I wouldn't want anybody with a, uh, Jim Lee type style coming in or, you know, Alex Ross or anything like that, trying to, you know, trying to do a cover for a comedy type show, you know, it, it should fit the tone just like, uh, voice, voice actors, you know, um, we wouldn't, you know, vice versa. We wouldn't want the, um, comedic sound guys trying to go for the uh, more serious roles and um, so on. So it's kind of like that. Okay. And what do you like? Uh, personally, um, I do like comic style art. I like um, some of the manga or anime style, uh, American comic style. Um, also like the Sunday strip style. You know, there's there's different artists. You know, I can, I can do... You know, I like stuff from an Alex Ross to a Jim Lee to, um, you know, Schultz or, um, geez, I'm drawing blanks on names too, you know. So the guy that does Brewster Rocket or Garfield or whatever, you know, it's it's a range. Okay. Any, any uh, desire to get into directing? Um... I say no, mainly due to um, I, I wouldn't be able to put the time into it. I do respect what the directors have to do, and I love what they put out. And, you know, I've, I've fiddled, fiddled a little bit with, you know, uh, Audacity some, but it's nothing that's serious that I want to go, hey, I want to take the director's class. I mean, I know they you know, they spend like 40 hours, sometimes even more, on a show a month. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that time to, to devote right now how about writing i'm not a writer (laughs) (laughs) um you know i just i just don't have that that concept as or not not i don't have the concept it's i don't have the ability to get my ideas down on paper and uh you know in the in the writing sense i've you know i i dabble a little bit in drawing you know people have seen my my covers for line and all that stuff but um yeah, I've. I mean, you know, there's there's stuff in my head that oh, you know, maybe that could be a cool story, but, uh, you know, I just don't have the discipline for writing. Okay, fair enough. Any uh, projects or anything that you got going on you want to talk about? Uh, nothing at the moment that I can divulge. Um, like, I've got I've got stuff kicking around my head. It's just you know getting you know doing taking the time. Mm-hmm paper and you know all that other stuff so yeah i know it's kind of vague but i don't really that i can talk about so okay well then thank you very much for taking the time out you're welcome
and letting us get into your into your head and finding out a little bit more about what you're doing. All right, not a problem. Anytime. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, February 6th, Season 6, Episode 6 of The Kingery. Oh my god, there's so many sixes. This is the evilest episode. You see? February 6th? Episode 6? In Season 6? That has to mean a thing. Everyone be very careful when listening to this. Probably you shouldn't do it in the dark. Or in a scary place, or in your bathroom in front of the mirror. Don't, just don't, okay? I'm just, I'm just saying, be cautious. Next time on The Kingery. So, you want us to randomly arrest tourists? That's right. Whatever charge you can come up with, it doesn't have to stick. Hell, it doesn't have to make sense. All that matters is getting them off the streets and ruining their vacations. Uh, because they head home and they tell their friends, don't go to the kingery. It's gone nuts. The cops are crazy. And we choke off the Arkell's revenue stream. Look at I know. Believe me, I know you've been through a lot. But we have technology to save the people we love from death when I use it. Because that's not your dad, Tithia. That's like a Frankenstein of your dad. Books? Are you alright? I mean... You been using anything? I'm clean. I just haven't been sleeping much. I just... I need this. Someone I don't know. Can you recommend anyone? Hey, it's me. I have someone in my office that uh, I'm going to send to you. He's going to have a session with the mistress. Only at PendantAudio.com well then, let's begin. Going out Wednesday, February 13th, Act 4 of Macbeth. What had he done to make him fly the land? You must have patience, madam. He had none. His flight was madness, when our actions do not our fears make us traitors. You know not whether it was his wisdom or his fear. Wisdom? To leave his wife? To leave his babes? His mansions? His titles? In a place from whence he himself does fly? He loves us not. He wants the natural touch. For if the poor wren, the most diminutive of birds, will fight her young ones in her nest against the owl. All is the fear, and nothing is the love. As little is the wisdom, for the flight so runs against all reason. My dearest cause, I pray you, school yourself. But for your husband, he is noble, wise, judicious, and best knows the fits of the season. I dare not speak much further, but cruel are the times when we are traitors and do not know ourselves. When we hold rumor from what we fear, yet know not what we fear, but... Float upon a wild and violent sea, each way and move. I take my leave of you. Shall not be long, but I'll be here again. Things at the worst will cease, or else climb upward to what they were before. My pretty cousin, blessing upon you. Fathered he is, and yet he is fatherless. I am so much a fool, should I stay longer, it would be my disgrace and your discomfort. 
I take my leave at once. Coming out Friday, February 15th, episode 49 of Seminar. On the next Seminar, how far should loyalty extend? Diane, your brother promised you to me eventually. I've come to collect. The hell you will! And what is the price of disobedience? Rhiannon, what do you think you're doing? I did what I thought was right, and I will continue to do so until I am no longer able. Prepare to join your pathetic family, whelp. Episode 49 of Seminar, only at PendantAudio.com. I think that's all I have to do. I'm pretty sure because I'm not doing any more, which means we're done. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> and that is the end of our show. We're done! So... People can stop making fun of my handwriting and my low expectations now. Uh, yeah. That'll all end. (laughs) See what I have to live with? (laughs) Never again. Boy, that must be a relief for you. (laughs) Why don't you just do the end yourself then? I'm leaving. Put in some footsteps and door slams. Good day! Why don't y'all stop by the website at pendantaudio.com? The Yahoo group at group.yahoo.com slash oops. (laughs) Slash oops. (laughs) No, it's groups, right? It's groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. Mm The live journal community at... Crap. Oh! Oh! Now who's got higher expectations? Yeah! (laughs) Why don't you keep going? Community.livejournal.com slash pendant audio. The Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio. Stop mouthing everything I say. I'm practicing. The Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web and the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. <laughs> so are you, sausage girl. Stop it. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. You can take the Twiposts out of Chicago, but you can't take the Chicago out of the Twiposts. You know, I just had an idea that maybe you should add some coke to the shopping list. I'm not sure where I would have gotten that idea, but it just sort of happened. That's not funny. Damn it! I can't even read that. It says... Add coke. Give me some coffee. I need some Ahabs.